Today's episode is sponsored by Lead Pages, an easy drag and drop model to create unlimited mini sites or landing pages for just about anything, including social media campaigns or single property sites. Stop wasting time on clunky websites and try Lead Pages today. For a 14 day free trial, you can visit reraw.com forward slash lead pages. Again, that's reraw.com forward slash lead pages. Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff, No BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Hoff. What's going on out there, Reraw listeners? We are here on Friday for our little after hours talk, our Reraw ramble. I'm sitting here with one of our locals who came down to join me for a nice conversation today. We've got Ron Evans with us, who is uh, down here in sunny Southern California. How's it going, Ron? Yeehaw, Reraw! <laughs> All right, it's a Western re-raw today. Guess it makes sense. We're on the West Coast. We'll see where it goes. How's everything been, man? Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good. Yeah. Got a couple of deals going, closing things on the team. Yeah, we have two in escrow right now and, and uh, two listing appointments this week. Nice, dude. Yeah. That's pretty good. I um, I was talking to my wife earlier about just like some of my pet peeves, and mm-hmm. um, she told me to shut up because I feel like Maybe I got a little too far down the list. <laughs> I, I wanted to I wanted to vent for a minute just about these these effing agents that I, like you ever get you ever get into like a transaction where you know you go through like just a brutal negotiation and you feel like you oh thank God we're finally through the the hard part you hop into the middle of a deal and then you spend the entire deal working against the other agent to try and close yeah you're working against the other person that's supposed to have the same common goal as you to close a deal. Like, Here's the thing, man. I I understand the fiduciary responsibility to individual clients, but like I cannot wrap my brain around this one to save my life. Like you can still cooperatively work with another agent to close a freaking deal without without being a dick. <laughs> and and like without digging your heels in and without, you know, I some of it actually I'm going to back up for a minute. Now I'm, now I'm going to get myself all worked up. You know, some of this comes down to agents who take matters into their own hands and don't involve their own client in their client's transaction. Oh, you mean the, you mean the agent that gets offended on behalf of their client? Yeah. Like <laughs> and you never really know if the client would would have been offended or not. Dude, what about the guys <laughs> that like you get you get the offer and the you know, you get the offer and you always know that you're dealing with an agent that's been torn in half before but for submitting a lowball offer cuz they're like Oh, hey, Ron. Uh, yeah, man. Listen, I just yeah. Here's the offer. Uh, I know. I know it's. I know it's low, uh, but you know they're serious buyers. They're totally serious. Just take a look at it. And all I can think to myself is the prick on the other side that like burned them in the past. That literally sits there and goes, "Well, this offer is just absolute garbage, and uh, it's never going to get done. And I just think you're wasting my time. And you, you guys need to go back and rewrite the offer." And I just think to myself, I'm like. Did you get like I I know that some people think this is going off the deep end, but it's like, hey, did you get permission? Did you get permission to be a dick to every agent that comes in with an offer and tell them how shitty the offer is? Go talk to your client. Did Did you get the same license I have? 
Because my my license doesn't say I, it's permission to like sell houses and be an asshole. Right. I just <laughs> I I guess the point is, dude. Like I just I've come across it a few times recently, and it just really chaps me. And you know, I don't I'm not privy to every intricacy of all the deals that Aaron has going on, because um, you know she's a TC and she works with a lot of my competitors. In fact, um, you're included in that, but. I don't have I don't have access to all the information. We keep that separate, but we definitely we definitely talk about some of the war stories and like the frustrations that aren't necessarily deal specific, but like the hey, don't you hate it when so and so does this or like here's a here's a good one. Um, the whole I'm busy excuse. Oh, sorry, I couldn't get that to you. I'm, I'm busy. It's the end of the month. And it's like yeah, well, I'm busy because it's Tuesday. Like yeah. screw you. Your sales history on MLS shows that you've never been busy at the end of a month. So why is this month any different? Yeah, it's just weird. You know, the excuses that people have is like always strange to me. Do you have um? Do you have any favorite uh, agent stories where they just are? you know working against you you got any good war stories from the field on that one or what's your or 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 your own pet peeves like what are your own big pet peeves that you just think are like that drive you nuts every day let's just get it out get it out ramble ramble agents who think that this career is all about them and not about the client that's my biggest pet peeve oh look at me i've got 102 five-star reviews on zillow (laughs) well isn't that fantastic dude you ever When's the last time you bought a car? Uh, almost a year ago, last summer. Okay, how many times during the car purchase process did they make sure that you knew after you left that you might get a call or a survey on the phone or via email and to please make sure you give 15 stars and every effing thing that like so they... Yeah, or we're coming for your firstborn. I So I got a... Uh, <laughs> I got a new truck last year, and if they didn't tell me 15 times, they'd be lying. Like, literally all through the sales process, like, everything going okay? Because we want to make sure we get five stars on everything, uh, you know, 10 out of 10 on every survey you have. Like, And, and I get it in, like, a corporate or retail environment, right? Because they're – yeah, I, I've been there. Part of their pay, part of how they're graded for their job performance is probably based on their reviews. True. 100% I get it. And I understand that reviews – can be important in our industry, right? But I don't beat someone's door down to give me a review. I send them a polite email, maybe follow up with a call or text message, letting them know what, or I might tell them ahead of time, I'm going to be sending you a link for a review. It'd be one link, one review. It'll syndicate out where I need to have it syndicate out. I don't need to send you like realtor.com, Zillow, my website. So you don't have to write, because that's the first thing I think a lot of people think is that like, they feel overwhelmed that you're going to ask them for a review and they've got to go and log into a bunch of different, no, just one place. And I tell them, if you feel good about leaving a review, great. If you feel I'm pestering you about leaving a review, awesome. Ignore the email. And then they go, I'm not going to call review. I'm "I'm giving Ron a bad review because he asked me to give him a review. And I'm not going to call you again. (laughs) Right. I'm not going to call you again. I'm not going to beat your door down to get a review. You know, if you feel great, you know, so when I see some people that it's like, they lead with that in their marketing about how great I am. I'm number one this and I'm number one that. Well, that's awesome. But you realize that it's not about you. It's about your client. Like how many times have you made your client number one? Not you number one. Okay, let me ask you this. So I and and P.S. I know there's agents that are listening right now that are gonna you know crawl into a dark hole and scream when I say. And this. there's probably and there's probably agents out there that complete this disagree with what I just said. No, no, no. It, that's where I was going with this. <clears> is <throat> I I know I've shook hands with and I know 100 percent absolutely for a fact that there are agents out there that literally are running 
an entire business based off of their reviews. Yeah. Which is which PS <laughs> there is zero wrong with that. No. Uh, here's my question though. There's there's a lot of companies out there and this is where I get a little perplexed. There's a lot of companies out there now like it seems like every real estate website has a review thing for real estate agents, right? Mm-hmm. And or, or other vendors, it could be lenders, it could be anything. But like Homelight. How, <laughs> how much are you going to pay Homelight James to be a preferred <laughs> agent like one of the best agents in the area how much are you going to pay them to be on their website there you go but like i guess my question is is like how authentic i don't know like i i i don't even know what i'm trying to say i guess i'm i i my brain's going too fast right now but i'm i guess it frustrates me because i feel like all these reviews that are out there it's like you're literally saying like either give me five stars or give me nothing yeah and 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 i guess that's not I guess that's from a strategic standpoint, like what you should do, but it just kind of makes me feel like this whole rate your agent, like kind of thing, agent raider, <laughs> dot agent. com. Like dot I just, com. I just feel like, uh, what's the point of having a review if all you're pushing for is a five star and nobody's actually getting like genuine, authentic information out of it. And I know this conversation is not going anywhere productive because there's not a damn thing that's going to be done because all of us are still going to go out and ask for five-star reviews. So I'm venting for a minute, but I just don't understand the point of all these freaking like websites that do the reviews. And we all know the ones I'm talking about. And I commend you for running successful businesses off of those reviews, but it drives me crazy because I don't think the agents actually get real feedback. There's another one that just even popped up. I saw the first commercial the other night and the name's escaping me, like neil.com or I don't know. But it's the same thing as Homelight where it's like we connect you with the highest rated agents in your neighborhood. Well, if you as an agent, if you go to their website and you pay for the rating, you pay for the rating. Yeah, you pay for the rating. What kind of crap is that? Yeah, it's weird, man. I don't what kind of crap is it's I mean, that's lower than just pushing five star reviews on your clients. Like, hey, I need you to give me a five star review. Right. Right. You know, I I ask people for a review. I don't tell them five stars. Yeah. I literally say, hey, if you feel good about our transaction and you'd like to leave a review, I just assume it's going to be a four or five star. I'm not. So when I worked at Callaway my past life, we had a thing in customer service called happy letter and the happy letter was an unsolicited letter that came in with your name on it. Sure. And uh, shocking to most people, uh, my family, my wife, all of you out there who uh, think did that you I'm get a complete one? asshole. Did you get I actually one? did get happy letters. Nice. So just shut your face. But uh, no, I like, and those were all unsolicited. And I realized in, in real estate, it doesn't seem like anybody really gets a happy letter unless you ask for something. But I'd be curious. What do you think about? What do you think about sending a like a, a follow up after you close a transaction? I know there's agents out there that do this. But what do you think about asking for feedback without actually asking for a public review, so that you can get real info about your performance with with the client knowing that it's not going to be in like a public space? Do you think it'll be more honest? And is it even worth doing that? I will tell you right now. That tell me right now. When I have a difficult transaction or a transaction where maybe I already know that there's may have been things that I could have done better. I actually asked that kind of a question when it's been like a smooth transaction. And I know the client like loves me. And hey, what like, did I do? Well, well, uh, exactly. Amazing. And, I don't ask uh, that, but when I have like those clients where I know it's maybe like, it's an iffy situation, maybe things got tense between me and the client because of how the negotiations went or they, you know, whatever the reason that there's may, if I even feel that there's a hint of negativity 
in their brain about how the transaction went. I go to them even before the thing closes because usually you know you got the clear to close and everyone's waiting for docs to sign and and we'll have that last meeting of yeah. either a walkthrough or whatever. Hey, how's it going? I'm going to come pick up my sign, whatever. And she'd be like, yeah, so you know. You know, I know things got tense. I know things got this. I go, if you want to vent to me, if you're, you know, because sometimes they, sometimes your client will be biting their lip the entire time because they don't want to piss you off because they think that you're going to have repercussions against them. During, right, right, right. Right. So I, I give them that opportunity to face to face most of the time, not even by phone. It's face to face. Like I'm there. I'll be like, hey, if there's anything you want to talk about, let's, let's, let's clear it out. I want to make sure that I want to make sure at the end of the day, I've addressed any concerns you've had. Yeah. So why isn't. And this is what I. This is what we should start, dude. We should start Agent Raider. I feel like AgentRaider.com. I have like this strange I, thought I, in the back of my mind. I feel like one of the two of us actually owns that domain. <laughs> and uh, dude, wouldn't it be amazing to have a website where agents could rate agents? <laughs> Can you imagine what a shit show that would be? Oh my god, bro! <laughs> That's almost as bad right now as like agents that go onto someone else's uh, Facebook page and give them a crappy rating, and you've never even done business with right, them. Right, right, you right. Just want to be a <laughs> right. dick, and you can't get it taken off. I hired an assistant. Oh, what's your assistant do? Ah, uh, they uh, <laughs> they I go on. They 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 just I can't look, really talk about it. <laughs> they, they just look for other other age, my competitors' web social media literally spend their time going to facebook them. business pages and, and smash, smash people yeah, yeah. That's great and you can't get it taken off facebook's not gonna take no it. you know what you do though you just go and uh you change the business page to be something different for a little while actually all <laughs> you ch- do- change it to no get the worst ratings ever all that's you- what you should do set up a business page get the worst ratings ever and then change it to your competition's uh name there you go <laughs> or you just remove the address from your business page and that removes the the reviews Oh really? Yeah, that's oh. it, you, you can't you cannot you cannot have the review section checked and included without an address. So therefore, you remove the address from your business on the on the on the, where the little map thing shows up. If you remove that from your business page, the reviews on what on on Facebook uh, pages? Oh, on Facebook. Oh wow. Boom Some people may not know that. The other way to do freaking, it is you get uh, you just li- get all your you get all your friends and family to go on and start doing a bunch of reviews and push the and push the bad one down. Hold on, everyone, put their beer down for a minute and <laughs> or your Jameson and, or your oh yeah I uh, I may have broke open a a little nip as they call it a little nip of Jameson. Um, yeah, and write that one down. I didn't know that actually. That's kind of weird. Yeah, because if you go to look at the re- where it says, did you want to include reviews? Yep. It, uh, you can't check that box. If uh, it, like it's grayed out, if there's no address, oh right on posted. So if you if you unpublish the address, then that should take off your reviews. Now it sucks then because your address isn't showing on there, but you can always pin a post to the top. What if you put your address back on? Does the review come back? Oh or yeah, does it, it delete? It, no, anything that's in there will come back. Well, why don't you why don't you just change your address and put like an extra comment in there or something? Uh, no, that doesn't matter. Oh. It's if if the address if there's any address at all, right? That Damn opens it. up the review section. Or the yeah. ability to include reviews. That's a bummer. Yeah. But good to know. Who'd have thought? We're sitting here rambling. Or you There's might actually feel, something you might valuable that remove, comes out of this. Either, or you just remove all the reviews, but, you know, you un- unselect that option. Yeah. But then it just, you know, whatever. It's just silly. It's silly. I think there should be a way. You to... have to even think about how to fix the stupid bad shit. Yeah. I, you know what? I and think that was stupid bad, not bat. Somebody, yeah. Somebody should go... It, who has who has the time to do it and create some kind of platform for agents to rate other agents that's not that's not um that's not like a bashing session and uh i know all the ethical agents out there would never do anything terrible zuckerberg we're calling you 
But uh, they should create something where the agents can rate other agents so they know who's like easy to work with and who's shitty. And it can all be anonymous feedback and it can never be publicly posted. Like, you know what I've, I mean? Like, I've had a just couple, so the agents can get feedback. Hey, I mean, I've had a couple agents like uh, review me on Zillow. Really? Yeah. Because oh, because cool. it's a it can be buyer or seller or like there's a category on there for like colleague or something like that yeah well there should be something other than that on that site it should be something else they can do it on realtor.com too or whatever I mean pe- people can rate you yeah it's just getting them to be truthful and not doing it out of spite well I guess that's my point like there's like this this need to sabotage I guess it's kind of like the agent that goes into a listing presentation and they know they're up against like three different people instead of taking that. You know, taking like, instead oh, well, we're interviewing. Of, instead, of, instead of talking about what they will do for the client, they choose they to take their the time to bash the competition, right. which is bullshit. If you have to, if you have to stoop that low and be that petty, get the hell out of the business. Dude, when I worked at Callaway, this was crazy. Like we, I, I literally put someone on hold and never forget it. The first time somebody called and they're like, hey man, we got a question about the burner driver. And I was like, oh uh, yeah, that's made, you know? And people were like, well, who the hell is this? You know, I'm like, well, this is Callaway Golf. Like I said, when I answered the phone. Oh my god! The first time it ever happened, I had to put them on hold and be like, "They said they called the wrong number." Like it was a big deal. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Which seemingly I should have just either hung up or like been like, "Oh, sorry, here's their number." And literally, my lead goes, "That's okay. Sometimes people call the wrong company, and you just transfer the call to the right place." And I was like, "Do we have like an extension for TaylorMade?" <laughs> you know? But no, they, they, she's like, "No, James, you go on the computer and you look up their phone number and you, you know, I actually have gone on a couple listing presentations where I come with a list of my biggest competitors in the area, and I literally be like, when I find out they're interviewing other agents, my goal is to make sure that the client is in good hands or the prospect in so good they're, hands. They're interviewing the best agents. Yeah, so I say, hey, listen, you know, if you're going to be interviewing other agents, I want to make sure that uh, that the competition is fierce and that you're interviewing my biggest competitors." Because I want to make sure that no matter who you choose, even if it's not me, that you are in safe and respectable hands through the transaction with someone who's going to take care of you. And these are the people that I uh, would recommend if you want to interview other people that you give a call. And I got to tell you, man, it is so powerful when people get that because like, I'm not even joking. The couple times I've actually broken that out with people go, oh, I'm going to interview other agents and, you know, it becomes relevant in the conversation. The couple times I've actually broken that out, like it, I feel like it sealed the deal for me. Because they're like, oh, well, this guy's fearless. And uh, he, like, totally didn't bash the other people, you know? <laughs> like, we're so quick to just put everyone down. It's just weird. Of course, we do that on this show every now and again. Shoot down the shitty agents and call it a, call it a day. Sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what, were, what? How did all this start? How do we, Where did we start? Oh, we were talking you, about the... You, you hit record. Oh, yeah, I did hit record. But, no, it started on the... Um, agent website rating no it started it no the whole the whole ramble session see we've rambled so far beyond the original ramble that we're not even talking about it anymore but we were talking we started rambling about um the the agents that take control of the deals oh yeah the agents that do that and i was just wondering like how do you handle that shit when someone's just a total ass and like they're they go dark or they're or they they they're kind of screwing you over they're being a jerk they're working deliberately against the deal like how do you handle that well Eventually, you've given you give them enough rope to hang themselves. <laughs> it's true. How I much? Mean, uh, I, how much rope is that? Just so our six listeners inches know. or so. Oh, okay. You know, so I'm one of these suckers that believes in the inherent good in all people, right? So I'm going to trust. Sucker. I'm going to trust you if I, especially if, if I don't know you, I'm going to trust you in a deal. I'm going to trust you in life until you've proven me otherwise. Right? Yeah. So 
I'm sometimes I'm a little bit slower to react to some of these things because I want to believe that oh, this guy's got to have like the best interest of all parties first, right? You know, when a, when it all boils down to it, you have to just like go back to your timelines and pull out the contract and send a notice to perform. Yeah, yeah. You know, get things set back. You know, you have to put you got to professionally you, put them back in their place. Exactly. Yeah, you don't do like even if the person's being a jerk, I'm never going to be a jerk back. I'm just like, look, yeah. dude. This is nothing personal, but just want to make sure our timelines are reset. We've gotten a little off kilter. Yeah. We've got backup offers. We don't want to lose one of our backup offers. So I've got to send you this notice perform just to protect our side. It's actually amazing how quickly you can get a deal back on track by just leveraging the contract that everyone's in, right? Mm-hmm. And just being like, oh, well, you know, buyer and seller entered into this contract. Um, buyer or seller, whichever party you're not representing, like one of them may be holding things up or getting a little bit behind and yeah, you can get it right back on track by just finding the, uh, the term in there to hold someone accountable to. So speak of the devil, I sent a note, I had to send a notice perform about two hours ago and oh, Ron's sitting over here showing me his cell phone. And I think I, I'm sitting there thinking like, uh Oh, literally just now I got a little email that says completed. Well, see, this is actually, you can't make this shit up, dude. I I, I literally thought you were trying to show me a text message like, oh, dude, I got to wrap this up. My <laughs> my family needs me or something like that. Yeah. You know what, actually? So I guess that's a good message that comes out of it. You're, you you took action and held someone accountable based on a contractual obligation they had. And you... Woo! <laughs> All right. Where are we at? Well, Ron, we're right here rambling away. And who used to say woo? Who was it? Uh, uh, why is my... What the You know, I only get people's undivided attention when I'm actually doing a, a Wednesday interview, and then I get people on the ramble sessions, and you're not even the one drinking the Jameson, and I still don't. What? I still still got you full of distractions over there. What are you talking about, bro? Dude, so what's new in technology that's, like, exciting you right now? There's some crazy shit that I feel is coming out, like, every single day. Dude, that Remind thing that they just dropped the bomb on yesterday is pretty freaking awesome. Dude, I haven't even hit the tip of the iceberg on that yet, and it looks pretty insane. Because you know me, I'm cheap. Yeah, you're cheap. You're cheap, bastard man. And actually, I am cheap. Hey, if anybody wants to learn how to be cheap, you can talk to Ron. And by the way, I could sure use a little bit of that rubbing off on me because I spend way too much money on shit um, <laughs> that uh, that arguably doesn't matter in some ways. <laughs> right. But uh, that's a different ramble session. And, uh, yeah. yeah. What is Remind all about? That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's something that they launched. It kind of allows you to, uh, they use their algorithms and you can track homes in your neighborhood or whatever. And they kind of give you a, based on their algorithms, these are homes that not so, not necessarily should be selling in a certain period, but qualify under their algorithm as someone that's a potential seller. Yeah. They probably take, so I think, I think what they do. And it's like the uh, all the special analytics that a lot of companies are trying to tail off of. And by the way, I should I should note that Remind actually has a paid subscription as well. That gives you way more than even the free data they give. But basically right. what they're doing is using, um, I guess what you would call predictive analytics. And they're taking the average, you know, uh, the average, what would you call it? The average ownership expectancy or owner time frame expectancy of, of people that are living in houses in the area mm-hmm. and then uh, extracting that info and saying like, hey, based on an average own ownership time of eight years, you know, 
the following households are probably primed to sell or based on the fact that, you know, these people are this age and, you know, the kids that we know in the house are that age. Like you guys, I, you know, I guess the, what's interesting to think about, and it's kind of, it's kind of sad in some sense, how non private the world is, but dude, like there's no privacy at all, but you can totally exploit that information. Right. And leverage the hell out of it. Right. I don't know. I guess that's kind of what Remind's all about. Hey, um, which is, a, which by the way, is a freaking amazing thing. It's what, a crazy tool. Which is awesome because they, you know, they work with different MLSs across the country, and they have packages that you can buy to give you more homes that you can track yeah, and maybe saying, a little more paid. deeper, a little more deeper dive. Yeah. But the free version that we are getting right now, that we're like tipping our toes in the water with. Yeah. Now I don't know if every market has this, so don't be pissed off. No, if you're like, but if you go to but if you else, go to Remind's website, it'll show you all their affiliated oh, MLSs, right? Dude, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, and and quite affordable, even if you decide to move to the paid plan. It's uh, it's definitely something that's worth looking into. What um, oh damn it, what was I going to ask you? Oh damn it, oh damn it, Remind. Hey, remind me. Yeah. Where we were going? But on bomb. Well, oh, I know. What I was going to ask you. Is it kind of similar, though, to, like, you know, some people would argue, oh, title reps can give you access to, like, pretty cool stuff and, you know, whatever. It, 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 would you say it's even more robust than what you can get from some of your title reps in, in like, tracking capabilities, like, back-end Hell systems? Hell, yeah. Is it really? Because it's, I think, I think, because it's doing it for you. It's automated. I don't think the title reps have anything that really tracks based on algorithm. Mm, interesting. They, you can you can you, you can you, use it. You can use an data. app. You can use the title app on your phone, Chicago Title or whatever title company you're using. They give you the app on your phone, and and if you manually use like Walking Farm or whatever like that, but you can't. But you're saying it doesn't. That's your own notes that you you're putting lose, in there. You lose the predictive analytical exactly. part. Exactly. Wow, because cool. quite honestly, if I've got 357 homes in my farm, coincidentally, that's the exact number of homes I have in my farm. Whoa. And I look on there, and Remind says that there are 20 homes in my farm that meet the standards of someone willing ready to sell in the next three months do you think i'm gonna send letters to all 357 or am i gonna pinpoint those 20 oh, and dude. see if i can get two you're or three in this you're nailing this right now okay save my money i don't need to spend my 500 to send a mailer to my entire farm when i can spend 20 or 30 dollars and maybe mail every week or every two weeks to those dude, 20 i and totally see if I can, and, and maybe put a maybe put a um an escalating package together to those 20 this shit is gold and like you're nailing you are nailing something that i am all about which is laser focused mailers what i found as i started advancing my my farming and my targeting i ended dude i ended up dropping an actual geo farm and the geo farm that i had i just literally laser focused on those 20 homes that you're talking about because you can so directly target them but yeah it's uh I don't know whether it's a buyer letter or whatever. Like, I guess it's cool. Like, Remind gives you the, they give you the demographic too, right? So, like, you basically could, you could target oh. your letter specifically and know, like, hey, I'm going to target these guys to move specifically because of this purpose. Absolutely. Um, what I found really interesting about it today was uh, you click on a home and any adults that are in there, it gives you all their information and for a certain amount of money. So, and all the packages let you do, just so everyone knows, allows you to track more homes at a time. Um, I think with the free version, you can track 100 at a time, 
right? With the next one up, it's like 250, then 500, then uh, whatever okay, it is, okay. right? But it also gives you some other, it'll do a heat map of other analytics that may or may not be important oh, yeah. so to you. you can see like recently sold, but you could also mm, see like... No, the heat maps are more based on, you can see the uh, absentee, like a heat map for oh, absentee owners. Oh, that's cool. Okay. But, um, and there's other couple, there's other couple of heat maps on there. There's maybe like three. To me, they may or may not be prudent in the future. So I don't need to subscribe to that. But also, but what I like though, is that, um, for like $3, a household, you can click on a button and get all of the contact data, social media, email, phone number of all adults in the household. And then if you click on those adults, like I found today, I clicked on one guy and I had no idea that he owned like three other homes because it shows you all the homes that that person owns because it's pulling all the title and realist records and all the tax records. Oh, it's weird. it's it's just it's filtering everything for you in one easy spot. Okay, so Melissa Data, I know you use that company. Oh, she's awesome. And uh, <laughs> um, and her data, MelissaData.com. I think it's actually just it's Melissa.com Melissa. now. Or, yeah, it Melissa. might be. I think it might be Melissa.co. Damn, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's a good domain. But, but anyway, I think but I think if you go to if Melissa you Google if you Google if you Melissa, Google data, Melissa data, data and and data, specifically data, you don't data. just Google Melissa data, you want to look up listware. That's the yeah, that's the that's the plugin that goes into Excel so that you don't always okay. have to go back to the website. So here's the question. Have you done the research to figure out is it cheaper to take like the demographic data that you want to find the answer to? Like those addresses, like, okay, you get a hundred addresses in Remind and then you go, damn, like I need to actually get the contact info and like all the, all the stuff that you just mentioned. Is it cheaper to buy it through Remind or is it cheaper to extract that data and then run it through Melissa data? That's the test that I'm going to work on this week because here's the things I don't know. Well, one thing I do know. Melissa Data will not give you social media. Oh, really? It doesn't have social media. No, it just has e- email or phone number. That is totally not true. I, does it no now? Way. I'm going to look at it right now. On Hang the on. plugin, it does not have social media as an option. Oh, Melissa Data. Melissa Data oh, does Melissa not. No, no, Data. Remind okay, does. Okay, Remind does. That's, Remind so, does. So that's one oh, difference right there. Oh, yeah, that's a huge difference. Because, because you may not. And, and also, but you pay more and, for it. No, it's part of the $3. Really? $3 per household. There's three tabs. Social, phone number, email. And the three covers it. Yeah, the whole for the whole household. So if there's five adults in the household, it's going to give you what they have. Yeah. So and just to clarify, it's for adults, you fucking perverts. It's not. You're not going to get. Any, yeah. It's yeah. not going to list a kid no, on there. This is literally. It shouldn't anyway. No, it's adults, and and it's um and I and actually I want to clarify that because some of you may have bells going off right now, going shit like that's really invasive. No, we're <laughs> it's only invasive to the adults. Um, the children are of course protected. That would be super illegal. <laughs> Little disclaimer here on Reraw. We're not talking not about not just the- illegal, super illegal, and extremely creepy. Boop, boop. We got super illegal. We're talking here. like Scooby Doo and the Mystery Machine creepy. Yeah, I think beyond more creepy than that. Like that's weird. Chester the Molester creepy. Um, um but anyway, that's so, a great freaking so, tool, dude. But the other thing I don't know too is that we have to look at is so when you use Melissa Data, while it's an awesome tool, it's still a slave to what information's already available, right? So if someone's ever ordered pizza to a house or cable TV, ordered a movie, a fight or whatever, it's gonna it collects the data. 
Oh, right. Okay. But I haven't tested Remind yet to see, okay, here's an address. I have the Adam Melissa data that I never got any information for. And if I pull it up in Remind, is it going to give me information? Hmm. That's the, that's the twist. Okay. And also Melissa data is not going to give you all, it doesn't, it, it only gives you owner, property owner and pro and secondary property owner. So if it's a husband, husband and wife, whatever brothers, um, it will never give you like any other adults living in the house. However, occasionally Melissa data, because it, it works off of whatever data it's collecting, the email address you may have, you may get, may be from the teenage kid that ordered pizza, and all oh, of a sudden, I see it, what you're saying. So it's someone There's in the house, crossover. but you don't, but you don't know if it's necessarily the the two owners. Okay, Excuse so me. let me ask you this, dude. You've got uh, that's a that's a resource that goes through the MLS, right? I yeah. think that's where where you told me to look for it, and I I found it. It's pretty cool, actually. I got to do more digging on it myself. It's just a timing. I'm, I'm thing. actually doing a training for it tomorrow at 10 a.m., so I can definitely hit you up with more information. Okay, so there's so much free shit that the MLSs push out or the or the uh, the local associations that they push out and people don't take advantage of it well I, I know people don't always take advantage of it but I guess where I'm going with this is what, like what percentage of some resources of that we have access to are actually worth a shit well exactly I was gonna say some of it's crap I mean, and, like, like, and the reason, real. and the reason, and the reason you get it for free through your MLS is because someone from the crap company has gone to your MLS, going here. We're going to give you this crap for free because we know it's crap, right? Right. right. But there's actually, and not just on your MLS, but there are other some, there are other free resources out there that a lot of people don't always know about. You know, especially here in California. Hmm. So, James, have you had to renew your license yet? Yeah. How did you do it? How'd you ta- how'd you get your classes? How'd you get your continuing ed? Uh, this you, this uh, you might hate me on. I don't. First of all, I don't even remember. Uh, but I I think I went. You know what? I'll tell you exactly how I did it. My question: Did you pay for it? I did. Did you know God. that you can go on a car's website and do all the continuing ed for free? And it's like a two week thing structured. It's all online. Yeah, dude, but that sucks. I got to do it over two weeks. But you do like one a day type of thing instead of having to like. <laughs> I get that. I get that it sucks. But that is a that is an example of a free. That's pre- tool. That, I, you know what? And Actually, guess what? I'll give, I'll and guess what? One. They don't promote it. The shit's the stuff that gets promoted, but the actual useful tools are the ones that don't always get promoted. I wonder why, man. That doesn't even make sense. Like this is like some of the stuff is such a lost leader. I'll tell you. Oh, to answer your question though, I called my title rep, and uh, it, because I remembered him mentioning something about a great place to go, and I think it was like seventy dollars. Right. And for seventy bucks, but like for the ability to get the course done in like two or three days, like my I partner, literally just powered through. I guess it. my partner does one, and you sign up for this one group, and it's a it's a lifetime membership, and it's like three hundred bucks, right? Oh. And you go for a weekend, and it's comedians that that do the classes. Shut up. So it's like enjoyable. Angela does this. Yeah, she did it. Shit. Yeah, it's. I'll get. I'll get the, the so they do it for more than just real estate though. Like if you're an inch, anything anything that requires continuing ed, right? You can sign up for their program for like wow, dude. Excuse me, I'm drinking the Jameson and, you're and my bottle shit of water flew office. over. Uh, so you can sign up for their program. It's like three or four hundred dollars. It's a yeah. lifetime inclusion. So anytime you're coming up for a renewal, you just sign up for whatever free weekend they have near you. Uh huh. Obviously, if it's not like super close, like down the street available, you might have to like go spend the night somewhere. Dude, how's this a for a Sunday? freaking value bomb, dude? Like go to go on to your log on to the MLS Hang on. Nope. and look at how many freaking uh, free opportunities are available to you right then and there. I am actually going to text her while we're on dude. here and get you that. 
can I just say, I'm really weirded out right now. So when I'm like sitting in a chair, like I feel like I always have to be moving while I, whether I'm like shaking my legs or, well, or like, be. yeah, just, I'm constantly moving. I, I literally think that the color is coming out of my jeans and onto my hand. Oh, it does. Are they new? I, I think. How many times have you washed them and where'd you get them from? I can't discuss that. Well, actually, I are they can. Old, are they old Navy? My, my bro gave them to me. Oh, okay. And actually, the, these are the most comfortable freaking jeans I've ever worn in my life. And I think they're called, I think they're called barbell or dumbbell or oh. some kind. Of, oh no, like I don't know, whatever. But they're like stretchy, and yeah. they're, like all the, all day long, I've been like, if I get if I get like anxious or I get like move, I'm moving around. And sorry, I, I'm leaving my microphone. Folks. No, the the freaking colors like coming off oh. of my fingers. But P.S. You should it pisses me off because my leather seats in my car oh. because the, the driver's seats blue. Dude, it is literally these are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. Oh my god. I don't they, want to give them up, but I told Angela, I go, if these things keep bleeding everywhere, like our dryer, the tumbler in our dryer is blue. Dude, these are designed to like, my bro told me, he's like, these are designed for you to be able to literally go to the gym and do like a full squat in and like oh, and yeah. be able to just like work out in your jeans kind of thing. And I'm like, damn, these are great. But I've, I've been wondering all day. I'm like, man, have I, has it been that long since I washed my hands? And then I go wash my hands. All the blue comes off. I come back. I'm, I'm thinking right now, it's got to be these jeans. I keep on... I guess I just have amazing legs. I keep rubbing my legs and the freaking color's coming off. Um, dude, there. okay. So let me tie this back into real estate really quick. So <laughs> it, it, people got to go check out the free resources on the MLS. And by the way, most of them are dog shit. I'm going to have that answer for you on this one company that does it in the weekend for you here shortly. What's that? I'm going to have that company for you here shortly. I just texted my partner who, who went through it. The one that does it for a weekend, like 300 bucks. It's a lifetime membership. Oh, we're talking real estate stuff. It is real estate stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Continuing ed. Yeah, the continuing ed. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. The the comedian. No, it's it's yeah. not. I'm sure the audience figured it out. I I was the one slow here. Mm. Um, okay, yeah, the comedian thing. That's really funny, man. That's really. You know what really pisses me off though about the continuing education? And I know some of you are just going to think I'm a dork for this, but I I actually don't mind learning about about it, the business. And I got to tell you one thing that really chaps me. I think that I think that. This is a whole dude. This is a whole other ramble that we are not going to go down the path of tonight because we're, we don't have enough time. But dude, the barrier to entry is so low in this business already, just from an educational standpoint. Dude, it's like and a then, condom with a hole in it. Yeah, for sure. Like maybe two or three, and like they 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 give you you go to take your test and they give you the pin to cut not the pen the pin to poke the hole in the con and, right but but seriously like the continuing education isn't any better and i think what pisses me off is when i go to when i go to a contract class and i'm going to give a shout out to gov hutchinson because he in california anyway i don't know where the rest of you are but i gotta tell you in california if you've not taken a contract class first of all you're an idiot you need to go take a contract class if you've not taken a contract class with gov hutchinson you are missing out this guy this oh yeah yeah this guy know i mean dude this guy is clean he knows his shit and of course he does he's like he's the top guy who teaches it but mm-hmm. um my god the contract is unbelievable dude you take the you take the freaking continuing education and it's like nothing like you the, like the questions and like i get it the ethics and like the the things that you got to have and i don't want to demean like the value of being ethical and stuff but they miss so much valuable content in these courses to renew or to continue or to whatever your education. And I just, I don't know, man. I, I guess I'm sitting here bitching about something I don't have the solution to. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of get irritated because I'm not the guy, I, for all of you haters out there going, oh, 
James just wants to weed out the business so that he can get more of it. No, that's not the point. Like, you know, that's that's not the point at all. The fat always rises to the top anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I I get frustrated in the continuing education when I feel like it was literally just a necessary evil and a complete waste of time. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just pencil whipping it. Yeah, it sucks. Totally sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I, whatever. That's what I think. If 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 there's a time requirement behind it, there should be meat meat on the bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, and, it, and some of it. <clears throat> I should clarify. Some of it's good. Like like half of a percent is really good material. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's no different than like you get your first speed, you get a traffic ticket, and you qualify to go to traffic school. Yeah, yeah. That's All true. it is is you're going there and sitting there for eight hours or ten, whatever your your penalty is in your state or city, whatever. Watching videos. And Ron, doing I'm sorry. Have you been to traffic school? Are you that bad of a driver? Eight years ago is last time I went to traffic school because like California rolled stop sign and got pulled over. Um, and yeah, there were no really comedians. Funny. I always I always wonder like in other states, is there like the Indiana roll or the Montana roll or the you know the Wyoming, the Wyoming stop yeah, like, or something like, like that. Like, like if you went to a sushi bar in like another state, right? Like we've got the California roll. Do they have like the Arkansas roll? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and is it really fresh? And it probably doesn't have fish in it. Oh man. Well, cool, man. Well, dude, thanks for rambling with me tonight. Um, I appreciate it. Anything else? Any, any 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 parting like? Should we finish? Should we finish with something real estate related? Okay. I don't know. What's up? No, I'm asking you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't have anything. What do we got? What you got? You know what? I'll tell you what it is. When you get into the middle of a transaction, don't be a dick. It's not your deal, right? Like, I think we talked about agents. We talked about agents at the very beginning, like working against everybody. Look, I understand. I don't know how it is in every other state. Like, I don't know all the rules in every other state. But typically, after you enter into an agreement, there's... There's potential for one other or two other negotiations, the request for repairs, if there is any, and potentially if the property doesn't appraise, you have to maybe dance a little bit on price if if they're willing to do so. Yeah. But you know what, man? Like, Too many agents are taking matters into their own hands, and they are trying to control a deal and put answers out there and put vibes out there, if you will, before their client is even consulted on what they ultimately want done. And even if you know... Even if you're like 99.999% sure how your client's going to respond to whatever you just got, you still should just be thankful that the, like, you should remember it's not the other agent that is giving you this message. Like, it, they're conveying something on behalf of their client. So, like, don't, if, you, unless you're in the middle of negotiating to get into escrow, negotiating a request for repair, negotiating on a low appraisal that, like, you're dancing on price, then just work together. Like, yeah, hold each other to the timelines and hold each other to the contract and, like, help each other through. But just remember, it's not your deal. The deal belongs to the buyer and the seller. And I I hate to say that we're not sales agents because we are in many ways. But there is part of this job where we act more as a facilitator. And you don't have to be an a-hole and take control of a deal that doesn't belong to you just because your pride and your ego is too big. I tell every client going into a deal, I don't care if I'm on the buy side or the sell side, you're exactly right about the facilitator. My job is to provide an opinion and support that opinion with facts. Yeah. Yeah. My job is not to make the decision. It's not my money. It's my client's money. And yep. it's a whole hell of a lot of money. And I tell them flat out, I'm here to give you the advice, but at the end of the day, the decisions are yours because it's your money. It's not my money. It, it, it's like I'm ga- I'm not gambling with your money, right? Right. So, 
you know, I, I, I set that expectation at the very beginning. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, I think we should wrap it up on that note because I'm, I'm out of Jameson and we're done rambling tonight. Hey guys, uh, you've all been listening to uh, to Re-Raw. Um, I'm your host, James Hoff. We've been rambling over here with Ron Evans of Kaufman Evans Homes. And uh, if you want some information and access to the tips, the resources, the tricks, whatever the hell we talked about tonight, it's all in the show notes. So head over to reraw.com and uh, take a look for the most recent episode and you can get access to all the all the clicks, all the links, all the everything in there that uh, that that we talked about tonight. And other than that, the only thing that you need to remember is what I talk about on every freaking episode. If it's not drilled into your brain yet, then we're going to keep saying it. You need to remember that real agents work. You absolutely have to be one of them. Thanks for rambling with us tonight, Ron. And uh, I guess we'll see everybody on Monday for uh, for the sales meeting. Yeehaw! We raw! <laughs>